What's up, man? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> you thought I was going to interrupt again. You ready to podcast? <laughs> I'm ready. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Like SpongeBob. All right, guys. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Dimitri. I am Alex. And I think today I will, we should talk about the differences in training. Today's topic is going to be training athletes and training what? Well, I was going to say athletes versus gen pop, but I think we should more specifically. I was going to go with average Joes. Well, so like we should more specifically talk about people who are athletic versus people who aren't athletic, right? Because. But I mean, if you're athletic, I mean, you're kind of an athlete because you've been doing athletic Well, no, but my point is not active athletes, right? You're not training an 18-year-old, 19-year-old kid who's on a sports team. You're training somebody who's 40 who used to play sports or who has a lot of coordination and explosiveness. Oh. Versus people maybe in their fifties and sixties who never did anything athletic in so their life. So are lives. you like age discriminating because I'm no. young and you're old? First off, what? I'm not that old. You're like forty. And you're not that young. Yeah, I am. So I'm like twenty one. You wish you were twenty one. I know that was a bad year. Twenty two. I'll take twenty two. Twenty two is a good year. That was only like two months ago. You're twenty three. Yeah. Yeah. That was like that was two months ago, I turned twenty three. Was it? Uh, it was like three months ago. Yeah. Anyways, so I think part of the question is, and this is when you first start to assess someone, when you first run them through a progression or when they first talk to you, you know, what their goals and expectations are, but then you also ask them their background. I think that's an important question. Yeah. Right? What is your uh, like physical activity background? So your uh, pre-screening. Right. So did you do any sports? Did you not do any sports? Did you do anything athletic? Like, even if you didn't do sports, you're like, hey, I used to just play soccer with my friends or I used to, I don't know, like do running, right? Like, yeah. not that that's requires a lot of coordination, but it's something where their body has to move and requires some sort of physicalness to it. Right. Versus the person who didn't do anything when they were younger and has had a sedentary job sedentary for job. 30 years. And the approach begins during that time, at least for me. And so when I start to talk to them and I start to assess them, then I start to run them through uh, progression. We'll start with body weight, right? How good are you at just getting down in a squat position? If you can get them down body weight squat position, then that's fine, right? If you can't or if they know they can't, right, then that's where the differences really start to spread out. Yeah. Like an athlete, if you're training – Let's say, let's go with the most extremes, right? You're, you're training someone who, let's say, just lost 200 pounds just through diet, no exercise. And then you're training a 20-year-old track athlete. So the difference is whatever you do to that 20-year-old track athlete, they're going to become better just because they're explosive. So if you get them stronger, they're going to be better. If you train plyometrics, they're going to be better. If you get them to do long distance, they're going to get better. I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't say better i'm not saying as would, good as they could i would say they would learn it faster right because give or take right you have your average joe who's probably never lifted before and all that um but if if you discover some talent in there and then you know hard work always pays off so you might catch up and then maybe sometimes you know you see this in movies all the time um you got your athlete who doesn't actually try and then so he just like plateaus and then that hard worker is gonna get there and then keep going, and then just get better than the other one. Well, that's like the Michael Jordan thing, right? Where Michael Jordan may not have been the most talented player ever. He was the hardest working. But he was the hardest working, right? Like, yeah. he had talent, and he was hardest working. Yeah. But. Yeah, all right. All right, yeah. right? tangent, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if you're naturally athletic, 
you're going to grasp everything a lot faster. Yes. And then obviously if you grasp it faster, you have more practice with it and you're just going to get better. Right. No. So when you're like training athletes, yeah. the biggest thing for me is keeping them reined in because everything comes so natural to them, right? Because their natural explosiveness or natural strength, um, they tend to push themselves a lot more. Because they, they think, especially when you're young, they think that the more I do, the more the better, the, the better it is. Um, and then sometimes even as a coach, you have to really keep them um, like ad- adhered. Right? Yes. You have to keep them like sucked in into what they're doing and how it's working. Because for them, the, the little uh, improvements isn't anything. You got to really be able to show big improvements. Yes. You know? Yeah. Like they probably wouldn't be happy with doing a a squat and then finally stay on their heels at the bottom of the squat. They probably wouldn't care. Right? It's 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 not like uh if you have your your, your average show it's like coming. me make a break for them. Right. It's not they're like, Okay, so what now? But yeah. if you have your your other person like, Yeah, you know, you, you got to the bottom of a squat and your 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 heel stayed on the ground. Your 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 flexibility is increasing, your mobility is increasing. Oh, cool! That's awesome! Yay! You know? Yeah, or their ability to feel the, their their weight balance, right? right? Like, yeah. So now, do you feel this here, not in your glutes, not in your knee, so much? Like, yeah, yeah. And that's big for them. It might not be for an athlete. No. Right. They you have to show them um, big progressions, and then how? And then for me, it's more like how is this going to help them out in their sport, and then actually proving it in the sport. Yeah. Right. Um, that's that's kind of like the main. Uh, concept that i've had from training uh athletes like soccer players um some wrestlers that actually listened to what i was saying <laughs> um and one of them was joel okay right he, yeah. he used to be very um brute force yes right? very much so right until i told him like you do deadlifts you're up at 315 on deadlift use your hips the same way you're using them in your deadlift when you're wrestling lock them in and then they won't be able to throw you down like every time I see you wrestle, your hips are at the start of the position of your deadlift. Get him in the finished position, and then you're gonna be over the person a lot stronger. And then he did it in like one of the matches, and I was like, "He's like shit, work." Yeah, he's one of the guys who would fight you. Like he'd listen like to you. You, he won't believe you until it's proven. Right. Right. And that's how it is with most athletes. Yeah. Like they won't believe you until it's proven, and. That's what you have to do. That's your job. Like, prove it. Like, how uh, is it? How is it working? Like, everything that you're doing, how is it going to help you? How is it going to work? Um, and then until you do that, then that's when you become, like, your, their sensei. Like, you're, they're Mr. Miyagi. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, this guy knows what he's talking about now because it worked. I'm going to keep listening. And that's when they're hooked in into what you say and helps them out more. Yeah. Now, in comparison to, like, a gen pop, right, or non-athletic people. Right where they don't really have a hard time listening to you so much as understanding what you're saying, right? So when you say, hey, listen, shift your weight back, shove your knees forward, um, tuck your elbows, you know, anything like that, they can't feel that or have never felt that before. Yeah. So they don't understand what you're saying. Right. Right. So whereas with training um, athletes, you have to rein them in and just kind of get them to buy in. That's the difficulty with uh, non-athletic people is you just getting them to understand their own bodies, mm-hmm. right? I think is the one of the bigger things because they've never felt that stuff or done that stuff before. Yeah. Like I, I know I've referenced them before, but we've had this older couple at the gym who one is uh, like a, an accountant bookkeeper and he's sat behind a desk 
for 50 years, right? Never did anything athletic. His wife's a professional dancer. Oh, yeah. Right? So the difference between them is is just night and day. Like, she squats over a plate, or she did before her knee surgery, right, for reps. Wow. Whereas the big thing for him was getting to, like, a 95-pound squat, right? Yeah. He's little, he's frail, or was, uh, but it took a long time Time to to get get there. there. Yeah. And then the other thing that people don't do, especially in the beginning, especially if they're they're smaller and untrained, is the nutrition part of it. Mm-hmm. Like athletes have always understood that that eating is a part of it, right? You have to eat in order to perform well. Now they may not do it the correct way, the correct like they'll way. go to McDonald's and get some cheeseburgers, but they know that you have to eat, right? Right. Whereas other people are just like, nah, I'm not hungry, right? Yeah. Or I'm it's just like for one of them, food is their best friend. For the other one, food is the enemy. Right. And in more relation, carbs. Because I yes. think both of them know that protein is good. Yes. And you should get your protein in. But they don't understand the carb concept. Right. And then sometimes the athletes just do too much carbs. And then sometimes the general pop does no carbs. Like it's that war against carbs, that carbs are bad. Which they aren't. Um, but yeah, it's like that main um, conception of food goes different ways for both. Right. And then it's like it's your job to meet them both in the middle. Like, hey, this is what you're supposed to be eating just to do this. And then once they get that, they're good. Yeah. I know. Um, I don't know. If, like for, for weight gain and stuff, you know, we'll, we'll say for most people, especially in the beginning when they're lifting the first couple months, um, just eat a little more. Right. Just make it a little easier on your body. Oh, we made this a nutrition podcast. Yeah. Now? Well, we'll we'll get to that <laughs> point. But just like. You know, like when, when when you're talking to a client in the beginning, especially when they bring up nutrition, I'm like, like in the beginning, nutrition isn't that important. Um, like the first couple months, just because let's worry about getting your your strength in, but just make sure you're not under eating, right? A lot of people tend to think that their normal diet that they've had to maintain their weight is adequate when weight training, and it's not, right? You need to, in particular, increase your your protein for recovery. But you also need to increase your carbs a little bit for performance when you're lifting mm-hmm. and getting people to understand that you eating more isn't going to make you fat. No. Right. Especially when you're weight training, because all that is going towards recovery. And we've said it before. We'll say it again. You don't get strong from lifting. You get strong, strong from, recovery. from recovery. So getting that part in their head. So like the one of the guys I'm coaching now, he has maintained body weight for a long time he has been doing some kettlebell workouts uh and now that he's doing strength training he keeps asking me about stuff i'm like first off you don't even know what you're eating right like he said he's been tracking and all that but he doesn't waste food mm-hmm. he um he said he was going to go home one night he's like yeah you know you know i've been trying to watch his ways i'm gonna go home have a big thing of, of pasta and and you know uh like ground ground meat on top of it i'm like that's good did you weigh it he's like no like the, how do you know how much you're eating right he, he always says about how his weight fluctuates about within about 10 pounds which you know could be you know sodium intake water retention uh you know if you fluctuate your carbs that could be part of the water retention issue but your weight shouldn't fluctuate that much if you have a controlled diet no. right it, you know, one or two maybe yeah right that would take into account especially if everything's locked in yeah whatever fluctuations from in particular for men women have other things when they're going through their uh their cycles and stuff they yeah. they tend to retain water and, and lose water differently but he shouldn't be doing plus or minus 10 pounds yeah. right so that's i told him he's like hey should i um up my carbs should i do this i'm like 
first weigh your food, see where you're at, see where you're at, and then we can go. So, and I appreciate that approach, right? When people ask that, other people be like, "Yeah, you know, I'm trying to lift weights, but I don't want to, I don't want to get too big, I don't want to gain too much weight." And I'll tell you what, when I first ran my LP, the very, very, very first time I ran it, I ran it for a couple months while also cutting, and that ended terribly. Cutting and your LP. Cutting and my LP. So I think I, I like was grinding squats at 260, right? And I think this was one uh, back in the old fitness center at Triton when I was downstairs and I was first lifting. Um, I don't know if, even if you were there at the time or not. I can't remember. No. But I, I remember getting in there, you know, once I hit the twos and I had, had um, this was me rehabbing my knee on my own. I had come up to the mid twos and hit a wall. Yeah. Right. Whereas after I ended my cut, I, I would eat and eat and eat. And I ended up ending my LP at... 330 for three sets of five something mm-hmm. like that right just little, just above three plates which goes to show you that nutrition is a big thing and i didn't gain that much weight i gained maybe like five or ten pounds during that time which isn't bad huh which isn't bad no which isn't bad at all right. and i got stronger and i ate and my body didn't really um gain that much fat during that time i gained a little bit right because i was eating more but yeah like overall i, I was good so getting people understand that is a big thing. And then you have to deal. The other thing then with these athletes is when they're younger, it's, it's easier for them to recover. But then when they get older, right? If you had somebody who was an athlete in their late teens, early twenties, and now they're in their thirties and they haven't done anything for 10 years and they come in, how do you handle that? Yeah. So like, what would you do if you had somebody coming in and like, if they were in their thirties yeah, and they were an athlete 10 years ago, right? What are some concerns you would have? Oh, I have that. I have that. Um, it's, my I think my main concern with that would be how how long ago they were athletes. Have they been keeping up with um, maybe sometimes the drills or anything like that? Uh, what's their training program look like? Um, so to so kind of have like a better idea of what level they're coming in, right? Um, injuries, anything like that. Yeah, injuries are a big one. Obviously, injuries. It's like, do did you injure yourself? Like any kind of injury, even if you don't think it was very. Um, important just let me know you know um because sometimes one lead one thing can lead to another um and you don't even know it uh so i asked that i ask um you know obviously either what, what they did in the past um what have they be, been keeping up with most often than not they don't keep up much it's no. just like yeah you know i just hit the gym here and there um to the point I, to this day i don't get the ones that's like yeah you know i still do a couple of drills here and there um you know it's like soccer or football like yeah you know i still do a couple of drills you know suicides and uh throw the football around i don't get that no so it's more often than not that they haven't but that athlete is kind of still in there yes right so like i i go through through a through three exercises kind of to see their ability to move their muscles their bones right um and then once i see that it's like okay so their coordination is good like i go i take him through uh, like three sets of 15 in bird dog, right? Um, and I see their coordination, their balance, uh, their ability to maintain their spine st- uh, stable, straight, uh, move their hip, and just stay balanced. So explain what a bird dog is. Uh, a bird dog, you're on all fours, right? So you're on your knees and you're on your hands, right? Um, and then you, throw, going through the progression, you take a big breath, right? You, you tighten up your spine, tighten up your muscles, you kick your left leg out, maintaining your spine neutral and your hips stable, not shifting them to each side, right? Uh, 
that kind of shows me the um, control over muscles of your glutes, your hamstrings, your adductors, your abductors, um, and your erector spinae. And then the right hand you push out, right towards in front of you. So it's opposite, right? Exactly, right. Left so leg, coordination, right balance, core stability, spine stability, and all your glutes and your hip muscles. Um, so based off of that assessment, I kind of see what um, what level you're at, right? So I get people that shift to one side tremendously, and I'm like, okay, so we need to work on this. And then on the other side, it's not that bad, right? Because they kick the other leg out and they're a little bit better. So like, okay, so a little bit of um, more control over one side than the other. Cool. Um, nothing too much. It's just that they're at a a lower level, right? Uh, muscularly and just a con- like balance wise. Yeah, maybe they have an imbalance somewhere, right? I or mean, an injury that they've been nursing. You know, what I mean? right? So it just compensating the, it, for. for me, it just determines their level of of physical uh, activity or fitness. Yeah. Right. So let's say they have been this thirty year old. Yeah, has been. Um, he was an athlete. He comes in and he performs really well. I mean, there's something there that we can work with. Right. Cool. So we, we then we go to um, the other uh, two, which is the dead bug here on your back. Um, and then your your legs are up and uh, 90 degree in your knee. And then your arms are up. And then same thing, opposites. Right. One leg kicks out. The other arm extends. Um, and you're maintaining the same thing. A neutral spine, big core stability, switching coordination. Right. Uh, based off of that. Same same thing, and then glute bridge kind of to get them to hip hinge rather than back extend. Yeah, because everything is hip hinging. Right. right, your squat, um, your your deadlift, uh, using the glutes, your press, your bench. Right. So one thing I tell them, like everything we do here, it is boring, and I get it, but it's like you're building the foundation. Right. This is we're gonna transfer these three boring exercises into your main ones that are gonna help you in the long run. Right, so it's a lot easier once you have that in their brain. It's like getting them down to the squat and then having them squat up. Okay, so now when you're in this position, remember the glute bridge? Yeah, finish it off. Boom, glute bridge, you're set. When you're in a deadlift, right, bottom part, and you're about to lock it out, remember the glute bridge? Throw your hips in, don't extend your back. Because sometimes I get that a lot, right? They start extending their back because of Instagram and right. Facebook. You know, you, you bring that up. So uh, one of the guys I was just coaching um, – where I was teaching him how to lock out on the deadlift, yeah. right? So I told him to like push his hips through and he had a hard time conceptualizing it. And yeah. then I just told him to squeeze his butt and it works and it works. Yeah. And he's like, why didn't you just say that first? I'm like, I did say that first. It's just that you couldn't understand what I was you saying. Interpret it so I didn't do a good enough job of telling you what you needed to do yeah. the first time. So the second time when I said, squeeze your butt, it's a lot of try and error. Yeah. A lot of try and error, uh, especially for people that know what, um, push your hips through means right like athletes might know that um and then there's your your, your maybe your your general pop who won't no know that right but they understand what a butt is and they understand what squeezing is <laughs> right yeah and they do it and very simple yeah so now it's just a matter of like yeah you know that's exactly what i meant um it's just wording it different um and that's just your coach's job to find the proper words find for what, you. what works for you right yeah that's what makes a, a coach personal trainer What's the difference between a coach and a trainer, right? A trainer is going to run you through some stuff, and yeah. a coach will, will actually coach it. you and understand um, everything and that need, you you personally need for interpretation and growth. And yes, right. And so now, how, what I feel like a thirty-year-old athlete, I think, can still get away with stuff. I think a forty-year-old athlete is the most precarious person to train. And the reason I say that is like they, you can still see that athleticism come through. 
but it's been like 20 years since they've done something. Oh, but they do it kind of like scared or like uh, cautious. So they'll do it bo- both cautious yeah. and speedy at the same time. Right. So let's say like a squat. Right. They're mm-hmm. like really um, concerned to get in the bar on their back. Right. Okay. Like concerned, like their shoulders hurt, their elbows hurt, stuff like that. But then when it goes time to go down up, they bottom out real fast and just pop up. Right. right? Uh, and you, you guys slow them down. Like, it's like it's like when they're setting up. They're cautious. Right, right, right. And then once they're backing up, their athleticism magically kicks yeah. in and everything works good. And it's like they feel good. So they go bam, bam, down and up. Yeah. Once it gets to the movement part, right? Yeah. Not the, se- the, the movement. The part they're comfortable with. Right, exactly. They, they might not be comfortable with having something in their back. Yes. But they're comfortable with being speedy and agility. Yes. So then once they're comfortable, once they're in their, um, in their niche, bam. Yeah. They go. Yeah. And they want to push hard fast too. Yeah. Cause they're like, I not necessarily that I used to do this thing, right? Like I used to bench four or five. Not necessarily that, but like I used to do this movement. I should be able to do it again. Yeah. Because the thing with athletes is that they always feel that they're athletes. Yep. Right. Regardless of what's happened, they could have not done anything. Could have sat on the couch for the last ten years. Done nothing. They like there's something in them where they feel like on those maybe those moments where they like catch a kid that's fallen. Or or catch the remote. or or just in a family picnic they pick up a. Uh, a They're a the game. strong guy. Or, or they just pick up a game, right? They, oh, they pick toss up a game. football game, yeah, yeah. football football around with the nephews, the nieces, you yeah. know, or you know things like that. Like they they're always they're the ones that are always in there, right? Like yeah yeah all right get get the kids together let's do a little pickup game, um, and they're they're like always down for something like that. Yeah, and so like they 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 feel the athleticism yeah. in those moments. But it's getting them to kind of understand, and, and I, I don't want to sound like like an ass about it, but getting them to understand that they're not that person, right? Like they they have athleticism in them, but they're not an athlete anymore. And a lot of times that happens in the beginning when you like tell them, they're like, "Oh, I want to do all this extra stuff." I'm like, no, 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 just come. Like I had someone who's do, do, doing the uh, Olympic weightlifting class. And they're like, "Yeah, I trained yesterday, and I'm coming in for the class today." I'm like, "That's a lot." Like, no, 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 I feel great. And this is like right in the beginning, the first couple of weeks when they're like all jacked up about it. And he's like, I want to do all this extra stuff. I'm like, I don't think you should do it, but like you do you, right? I can't tell you no. I told you no, and you're still going to do it. So let me at least coach you to make sure you okay. don't actually get hurt. So then that was like on a on a Thursday or something. Come Saturday, he's like, you were right. I still can't move my arms. I'm like, yeah, I know, and I'm I'm trying to be an ass about it, but the reason I'm telling you to not go as fast is because I know what's going on. It's like you have to um, have them understand that their work capacity back then, they could have probably done it. Yes. Their work capacity now is much different. Yes. So until you catch up to what you were, which is possible... But it takes time. Yes. Like like everything. It it took you time to get up to the level you were when you were an athlete. Yeah. Um, and it kind of went down. Right. So now it's just a matter of having it pick up again. Now you won't get time. to that point, right? And I think that's some people get stuck in that mindset, especially as you get older. Right. You just don't have the physical ability anymore. You've aged, genetics, you don't have enough testosterone in your body. But you can get to like ninety percent of that. Which if you're forty and you're at ninety percent of what you were when you were twenty, then you're you're killing it, right? You're, not, you're a monster. Now, the exact opposite happens for people who are untrained or people who never did athletic stuff. 
yeah they will tend to be more cautious the whole time mm-hmm. when you tell them hey maybe we should do an exercise because they need more volume right they need to be able to catch up Practice and that. they just need more work in order to to produce a stress right because they just don't have enough weight on there to do it you're like okay we gotta do extra and they're like well i don't know you I feel know pretty tired yeah i'm pretty tired or the other one is i don't want to hurt my back or am i doing this right and they'll ask you am i doing this right a million times I had a woman who was obsessed with making sure she didn't get hurt, which I understand, right? Absolutely. The And she was always concerned about doing, like, on a deadlift, right? Make sure she did a deadlift, right? Which was fine. The issue was she was stronger than she thought, mm-hmm. right? So she wasn't unathletic. She just was untrained. So she had some athleticism to her. And she would, like, psych herself out of deadlifts. So, like, where she would, like, get up for deadlift and, like, stand up and walk around for a minute to, like, get back into it. Yeah. And then when she came back to it and just did it, she, like, just ripped it, like, with not the best form she's like how was that i'm like you if you just would have set your back and set up fine you would have had it the first you time had it, yeah. and now you just like ripped it and you were fine like you like you don't have to worry about your your yourself getting hurt doing these things if you're getting competent coaching and for people who have never done that before they're you really got to mentally push them you really yeah. have to motivate them a lot yeah have them trust their body yes the work they've been putting in especially for something like a squat yeah. Right. Where they're putting the bar on their back and they're going to go down and they're unsure whether they're going to come up. And, you know, you talk to them and you're like, listen, you did a little bit less than this weight last time and you did it fine. Nothing's changed in that time. You didn't lose 20 percent of your muscle in in, in, in three day days. Or two days. Yeah. In yeah. Two, yeah. In that time. So just do it. Don't think about it. Just do it. And at some point, people buy in. Sometimes you just got to slap him in the face a little bit, you yeah. know, slap him around like, hey, relax. Don't think about it. Um, so you pay me for it. That's That's always my line. Yeah. When someone says something like that, I'm like, stop thinking. That's what you pay me for. Yeah. It's like, I- I'm never going to give you a weight that I know you can't do. No. It, that's not going to happen. No. Like, if you tell me like, hey, I want to max out, then that's a whole different story. That's a, like, if you're looking to compete and you're looking to get yeah. as strong as possible, then that's a different territory. Will you understand there's a risk involved? Yeah. But, I mean, if, if that's not your intention with what you're doing, I mean, I'm never going to give you a weight that's like, okay, uh, this is going to be a challenge. I don't know if you can get it. Let's see. That's never going to happen. No. No. No, that's never going to happen. I mean, it's always going to be progressive, and it's always going to be to what I believe your abilities are. Yeah. Because I'm the one that's getting you there, so I know what you're capable of. Right. I mean, I know how last week we looked. I know how last uh, day looked. Right, you 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 saw warm ups. You saw how yeah. warm ups look. Yeah, everything. I mean, if your if your last warm up was only let's say five ten pounds less than your working weight, there's no reason you shouldn't be able to do this. Right, like especially if that went fast. Right, I mean, you you'll be fine. And it's like I have to have them just focus, get the bar out, and then scan the body. Mm-hmm. Like how how did the bar feel getting out of the rack? Good, easy, right? Fast, all right? Cool. Scan your body, scan your stance, scan everything. Big breath, and then just drop. Yeah. Do everything you've been doing up to now, and then, bada bim, bada boom. Yeah. Think of this. Think of the the steps. Absolutely. Right. Don't think of the weight. Just think of the steps that you yeah. know you you do that you can do, and just do it and see how it feels. Yeah. And it's gonna feel fine. It's gonna be real fine. And that's I think. In terms of, like, athletes, again, are, what for them, it's more about they have a goal, right? They're very goal-oriented. Yeah. And so for them, it'll be like, I got to get to that, you know, 500-pound deadlift. I got to get to that 400-pound squat. I got to get to that three-plate bench, which is great. 
But again, you have to tell them that it's not going to take three it's months. It's not going to be overnight. No, the, for you to get there, it's a process. And and again, it's a part of liking the process. Yeah. Uh, and for untrained people, it's like knowing the process. Like for them, it's more like, I just want to make sure I have a good quality of health, especially as they get older. Uh, I want to make sure I have good quality of health. I want to make sure that I, you know, if, like if I fall, I can get up. Or if I need to pick this one thing up, let's say they're at the at the um, hardware store and they want to pick up like a bag of dirt. Yeah. Right. They can pick up that 40, 50 pound bag of dirt and not worry about it. Right. Uh, so now I think that the third population, which kind of goes to the untrained, is people who've lost a lot of weight. Right. Who are, let's say somebody's lost like 100 pounds. Yeah. And they've done it just through nutrition nutrition or maybe some light cardio just on like light walks of uh spike around the neighborhood right like yeah. no for real like they'll go yeah. do some walks or they'll do um like on a bike or something like that and they come in and like physically they're 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 or physically like physically looking they look normal right or they look just a little bit skinny or a little overweight or whatever but you can tell as soon as you start to do it and the biggest one is the squat Mm-hmm. As soon as you start to, to to assess the squat, that they can't do it, right? And so for them, the process is they have to understand two things, right? A, this is going to be a long process. B, you've done this whole thing with eating less. Now you have to start eating again because now you're going to build muscle, muscle that either you've never had or you just lost a bunch of while losing weight. And I don't think... With like, if you have an athlete that's lost a bunch of weight, lost a bunch of muscle, the starting point is still going to be about average, right? But if you have someone who is never athletic and then they do that, then your starting point is low, right? And that's fine, right? It's and they, it's little goals for them. You have to set little goals for people like that because it it may take them a couple months to put a bar on their back and squat, yeah, like and they're doing body weight squats or they're doing box squats that whole time. And maybe you start to add like a five pound, 10 pound kettlebell or, or dumbbell or plate or something for them to hold. And then finally, they're able to get a bar on their back. And little goals are important for them. And goals are important for everybody. But in particular, people who um, aren't athletic, who's taken them a long time to get there, you have to set little goals and, and celebrate those little goals. Yeah. Like, I, like one guy I was training who lost a lot of weight. He um, was finally able to do a body weight squat without a box go all the way down hit depth and come up and he was so excited about that and it took us a long time to get there it took us over a month in order for him to do a bodyweight squat without going to a box so it wouldn't fall it was great and then as soon as that happens right then you can start adding weight then you can start with a training bar right and then you can go with a regular bar and then we got him to squat you know into the 90s i think yeah yeah it's like those little steps that are huge yeah for most people that for athletes, they just want to care. Because, like, for athletes, it's they have big goals. It's like the big picture. Right. And they want the big picture now. Right. Um, yeah, it's it's, um, it's very interesting seeing how um, you would progress an athlete and how you would progress a general pop person. Yeah. Who's never done any sports, very sedentary. Um, it's like you would take him through the progression the same way, but during, it's just... Maybe bigger jumps, different exercises, maybe. Like you would probably pop in a clean right. with uh, an athlete and then you would wait a little longer to introduce it for a general pop. Right, or not at all. Or not at all. Right. Yeah. You might introduce it and you have to be um, do more uh, 
stuff that's really targets what their weaknesses are. Yeah, more accessory work. You know, yeah. So you'll you know really hit RDLs hard, right? If they have a, a weak posterior chain or a lot of banded work to yeah. just really do a lot of small accessory Something work. Something that's going to help them more with their daily life. Right. Or with the main or core the lifts. Main lifts. Yeah. yeah. But essentially the main lifts the same are thing. to make their life easier. Right. So now getting an exercise that makes their main exercise that makes their main life better. It's all a whole sequence. It's funny how that is, right? <laughs> um, yeah. And an athlete, it's not, and we're not saying the athlete doesn't need accessory work so much as like, they don't they need have, it right away. They have most of the muscle development, so it's not like you have to completely target that. No. Like a deadlift would hit it equally as well. Right. Right. A squat would hit it equally as well. And again, like when you're talking about cleans, you have you have to have a certain amount of athleticism yeah. of speed to do it. Or else then it's just a fast deadlift. Just a and, fast deadlift. It's, and a it's curl. not going up. Yeah. A fast deadlift and a reverse curl. So I think those are the big things, right? Like I think yeah. when training athletes, you have to understand injuries and stuff like that yeah. and you have to be able to pace them right uh, a regular not let them pace themselves correct no because and especially if they're going to different classes so that was the issue i ran into the one guy mm-hmm. right like i do the weightlifting class he was also going to strength training class and so he would go to strength training class one day went to the weightlifting class the next day which is really hard to do i mean like professional weightlifters do that because they've been doing it since they were 10 Right. Not because they're in their and still then they manage their blocks. Oh yeah, they they split up that training day twice, right? Right. So it's not like you're you're also not doing like and these guys are probably eating twice what you're yeah eating. right, and they're younger and you know they they just have different genetics and well not getting too much into that just keeping it super basic and simple they've been doing it for longer yeah their uh, work capacity is a lot bigger yeah their food is ten times what you're eating. And they've been doing it for yeah. a while. No, that's a good that's, point. That's, that's it, yeah. right? Regardless of genetics. Regardless the, of anything else. Yeah. Keep it stupid simple. These main things are the ones that are getting them to where they're at. Now, if you want to be there, you got to start somewhere and then adapt to that. And then you push something else in. And then you adapt to that. And then you push something else in. Right. And adapt to that. Same thing, right? It's just don't bite more than you can chew. Yes. At the beginning. With an athlete, right? right? And if you're not athletic, right, trust the fact that you're going to get there. But also tr- understand that you're going to have to put in a lot of work to get similar results. And that's fine. That's absolutely like, fine. That's part of it. It's going to be a bigger payoff because you put more work in. Right. Yeah. And for people who who are extremely weak or who lost a lot of weight, just know that there is a process in place for you. There is a way to get you stronger. There is a way to get you to a place where you are strong. It just takes longer. Yeah. And, and I don't want to sound you know like that's the typical thing but that's just what it is what it is you can't change science no well i mean you can got that crisper now edit genes yeah but (laughs) not get too much into that otherwise i'm gonna have a clone do my workouts and i'll tell you i do do the recovery you do the lifting yeah get the same results imagine that i don't know if that's how that works but but we could try it'll be pretty cool uh so yeah i think that about covers it yeah i think so 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 if you're an athlete, work hard and get to places where you probably didn't know you can get. Listen to your coach. If you're uh, a general pop starting to work out, um, put the work in, do what your coach says, and you'll get to places where you didn't think you could yeah. get to. Same thing, different journeys. Right. Yeah, Yeah. different uh, Different journey, same ending, right? There you go. So I think that's it. All right. So if you guys want to ask us any questions, you can reach out at swolchachopodcast at gmail.com 
or on social media. We got Instagram at SoChachoCast and Twitter at SoChachoCast. So shoot us a question and we'll answer it in the next podcast. Hell yeah. Slide in the DMs. Do it. Stay strong, my friends. Bye.